0: Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Penelli podcast. How are we going? How was everyone's Easter long weekend? Mine was very restful, very regulated. And even though technically yesterday, the Monday was still a public holiday, it's so weird being an online business owner with public holidays because it just, it doesn't feel like it for me. And I guess the only difference was like my partner was home, but he wasn't working from home. So he was in complete like holiday, holiday restful mode, which was really good for me as well. On the Saturday, it was actually my mum's birthday. For those of you that don't know, my mum passed away when I was 18, but Uh, David and I went out to a very, very nice Japanese restaurant and it was just such a nice dinner and a nice night, like very, very chill. And yeah, it was a very nice weekend. However, I do need to apologize. I had been meaning to record a podcast episode for last week, but My restful state, my regulated state just got in the way. So I'm saying this now and I'm holding myself accountable. I am going to bring out two podcast episodes for this week. It is currently Tuesday. I just got off my first client call. I'm going to upload this as soon as we're done recording. And then I'll probably do one towards the end of the week, maybe Friday or a Saturday. I haven't decided yet, but yeah, I... I don't know. I just had it on my to-do list and I didn't make time or space for it. That's my own thing. But in all the moments that I wanted to, I just really wanted to rest and regulate. But I have such a long list of things that I want to record for the podcast. And so don't you worry. I'll be coming with two episodes this week. Now, before we get started into today's episode, I want to remind you all that in two weeks time, I start my container, the Confidence Collective. So it's my three week container. I went on my stories last night and I was sharing that there are so many, I guess, confidence like programs or mentorships out there on the internet and one like recurring theme that I see a lot of the time like I'm going to call out a lot of mindset empowerment confidence coaches is that it's really like superficial base shit of like three tips to do this and like wear makeup and change your clothes. And like this can be all be a part of it. But the special thing about the Confidence Collective is I'm going to be going into the symptoms behind and the psychology behind why you have – low self-esteem, why you seek validation, why you are highly critical, why you are so afraid to take risks. Like it's it's more than just you have a fear of change or a fear of failure. We're actually going to understand the things that hold you back from doing the things you really want to do. Like if right now I asked you, what is your most confident version of yourself? I just want you to really just sit with that and start to think, what opportunities would you take? What boundaries would you put in place in all of your relationships? Would you start a new hobby? Would you quit your job and start a business? Would you show up more in your business? Would you go traveling more? Would you wear different clothes? Would you speak or hold yourself differently Um would you speak more kindly to yourself? These are these are the big main things that I'm going to be exploring in depth inside the Confidence Collective. I'm really excited for the women that have already come into the, the space and the container. Like I have just, I have solidified, I've confirmed, that's probably a better word, all of the modules. And in fact, if I can get it up, well, let's get it up. Let me read to you the modules that are going to be inside the Confidence Collective, because I was going back and forth and some of the names may change, but like the basis of it is going to stay the same. Um, But here there are three main modules with like three different sections in each. And the way that I'm creating this isn't like hours upon hours of like watching video trainings. I wanted to make it as tangible and actionable as possible. Like I want it to be like a confidence toolbox where you are logging in, there will be, and I'll read you the different, I guess, headings and the different modules within each module of the the video trainings. And I want you to be able to refer to that video at any point in time. I wanted it to be so digestible as well. I have invested in a lot of programs and a lot of different video trainings And one thing I find, especially as time goes on is like our attention spam is getting spam. (laughs) Our attention span is getting smaller and smaller. And so I just want to make this as easy as possible. Now, if you don't know, if this is the first time you're hearing me speak about the Confidence Collective, it's three weeks, it's three group calls, it's a group voxer. Voxer, you basically get to put in everything you want to work on, can give you personalized feedback. And of course, the three modules, you get lifetime access to... To all of the modules and the replays of the calls. The calls is where the juiciness comes in. Like the modules are amazing and I'll read them to you in a moment, but like the calls, if you've ever been on a call with me or experienced like a live masterclass, you will know like that is just how I love to operate my business. I love getting on a call and this is why I'm feeling really inspired to record this podcast episode post my client call because it just lights me up and I have my last call for the Fem Club tonight actually and I'm, it's like bittersweet because I get so excited for the topic but I also get like quite sad because it's just such a beautiful community but I'm bringing that inside of the Confidence Collective. So the modules that you will get access, lifetime access to when it comes to the Confidence Collective. So module one is called um, Confidence Unlocked, Overcoming Your Inner Barriers. So one video on it's called Unleashing Your Inner Vixen So identifying overcoming confidence blockers, blockers to seduction of the self techniques to overcome negative self-talk and limiting beliefs. Three, the thrill of the unknown, embracing challenges and opportunities for growth. Module two is confidence mastery. So building unshakable confidence. First, confidence is the new sexy strategies to build and maintain your unshakable confidence Two, power play. Assertive communication skills to advocate for yourself. Three, goddess mindset. Practices to develop a positive self-image and cultivate a powerful self-love. And then the last module is transcend fear, conquering life's challenges with ease. So first video, unstoppable. Techniques to overcome fear and uncertainty. Two, the art of bouncing back, building resilience for life transitions. And three, Balanced and Blissful, Strategies to Manage Stress and Maintain Balance in Your Personal and Professional Life. So these are the modules. These are the video trainings that you're going to get. Like I said, it's not daunting. It's not hours upon hours where you're sitting on a laptop being fucking bored and like it's just shit. No, these are actionable things. The way that I'm creating them and number one, bite size, they are also going to be, um, filled with stuff that you can action straight away, like straight off the bat of watching the video training, but also coming into the calls and having a good understanding of like what you really want to work on. All of the details are in the show notes below. But of course, if you are listening to this, you're a podcast listener, come and slide into my DMs if you have any questions or maybe you have a bit of fear. Maybe you have fear around investing or coming into a group container or fear around doing something for yourself, come and talk to me first before you make the investment. And yeah, let's just chat. Let me get to know you, but I'm so excited. This starts in two weeks. Details in the show notes below. Come and slide into my DMs if you want, but this is just going to be such an amazing container for women to really like step into like this powerful version of themselves and not just learn this superficial shit, like three tips to feeling better in yourself. No, like we're going to actually understand why we are the way we are and have low self-esteem and we doubt ourselves and we're highly critical. So I'm so excited for this. And in fact, today's episode is really going to be a conversation that I'll probably be bringing in and weaving into all of the calls and being able to expand on. But there are four things that I just do not do anymore in my life. They're things that I used to do. So, to be completely transparent, like I used to do these things, or there used to be um, moments where I would flow in and out of these things, but I just don't do them anymore. So, let's get straight into it. Number one, I don't think there has to be a wrong or a right answer. I know that there is, everything works on a spectrum of neutrality. I understand. And in fact, in my client calls that I just had, we were speaking about the spectrum of neutrality. We were speaking about law of polarity. The aim isn't to be right or wrong. If you see something in your life that is right or wrong, you are perceiving it to be right or wrong. And that is based completely on your core belief system and the values that you have in life. So if I am swaying more towards seeing something as right or seeing something as wrong, it is because that is influenced by my values, by the way that I, my belief system, basically. But When you are swaying to be right or wrong against someone or something, you are in a fixed mindset and you are not seeing things for what they are. So I don't ever strive to have a wrong or right answer. There's just an answer. There's an answer that is on the spectrum of all emotional responses and I aim to be neutral. How do I get into that neutral state? I understand that every right, perceived right answer in quotation marks, there are drawbacks. And I also understand in the same breath that every perceived, again, in quotation marks, bad answer, there is always going to be benefits. Now this, I like center a lot of my work around this. I center a lot of how I am coaching this is a lot in my modalities and the way that I speak but also of course the way that I live my life and and I really practice what I preach so in understanding this there is no wrong or right answer it's just what you perceive to be wrong or right and I just aim to neutralize myself I aim to see everything for what it really is and why I do this is because a lot of people the mass consciousness are just learning are just swinging on this emotional pendulum, are very highly reactive, are very highly triggered to a lot of things in life. And they will sway on this emotional pendulum and never center themselves, never ground themselves. You always want to be grounded. And just remember, if you are striving to be right, you will always find yourself attracting what you think is wrong. Again, quotation marks, you think is wrong shortly after. You cannot have one or the other. If you think about the past couple of years and the crazy past couple of years we've gone as a society, we were very divided. We were divided in what we believed was right, what we believed was wrong. And there is, and this may like trigger you, this may have like, this may give you some internal conflict, but there, there was no right or wrong. In anything we've experienced over the past couple of years, we were just living in alignment with our values and our core beliefs. So one thing that I encourage you to do is always neutralize where you are. If you are straight away seeing something on social media and you're thinking that is the absolute wrong answer, you need to come back and sit in grounding yourself and understand it for what it is and aim for neutrality instead. Like I said, like I could probably, and let me know, like slide into my DMs. I could probably do a entire podcast episode on this. But in fact, if you want to learn more, come into Woman Up Monthly Membership. I have a whole training that's fear process part two, but it can be um, watched as an isolated training, but I have a whole training on this entire concept understanding the fear and fantasy of when you are living in the fear or when you're living in the fantasy. And you can get a free trial in the show notes below, or just slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jess Penelli. But I go through this in depth and I highly, highly recommend that this is something that you start to take on board. Now, my second thing that I don't do anymore is I don't aim to balance my life. I have followed this concept for a few years now is because I think balance is bullshit. I am realistic as fuck towards what my intentions are and what I'm trying to achieve and what my version of success is. And just because one area of my life takes up more time, energy or money, it doesn't take away the importance of the other. But a lot of people, and you will see like a lot of aesthetic content, whether it's on Instagram reels or TikTok of, you know, this is how you balance your life or this is how I find a balance in life. You will never be able to find a balance. There is always going to be something, whether it's your job, whether it's your business, your relationships, your children, your money, finances, investing, something or some things are always going to take up more time, energy, and money. And that's called being realistic. And that's absolutely okay. Do you ever notice in periods, like let's say you're an online business owner? Do you ever notice periods where you're really, really focused on your business. And then you realized you haven't seen your friends or been social or been catching up with your friends the past couple of weeks, right? It doesn't make you a bad person. Of course, there's other aspects to this. Like you need to recognize what needs time and energy. But as you can see, like there is no balance. Something is always going to take your time, energy and money. And learning to be okay with that is really going to change the way that you understand how to navigate life. I see too many times so many women will want to find this perfect, perceived perfect um, balance in their life between their lifestyle and their work and the way that I teach and the way that I coach and share with my clients is, again, it goes back, it it goes nicely into point one is you just need to understand That there are going to be times where things take up more space and energy. It's about your time management. It's about your discipline. It's about your focus, your neutrality. It's the efficiency in the way that you use your time. It's not making yourself more busy and thinking that's going to be more productive. Absolutely not. But don't aim to balance your life, aim to understand your life, your intentions, aim to understand what your version of success is and how you can appropriately delegate your time, your resources, your money, and your energy towards those things. I think a lot of the time people will be working so much on their career or their business and then they won't have this time or they think they don't have this time for their relationships. It's just about getting very honest with yourself. What is the most important thing? But then it's like, all right, if I'm saying my relationships are important, where can I start delegating, delegating pockets of time towards those? But also understanding that right now in my life, my career or my business is the most important thing. And that's absolutely okay. I think we've almost been taught that you have to balance to to feel good about yourself or like a version of success is like balancing everything perfectly. And like, it's just balance is absolutely bullshit. From there, number three, I don't take on anyone else's opinions. Like I'm not phased. And this is coming from someone in my 20s. It may be very, very unhappy. I had a lot, I had really low self-esteem because I was always validating what I believed or what I wanted to do through other people. It was almost like I look back and I was disassociated from what meant a lot to me. And I was really disassociated from who I was authentically. Don't forget that every time that you were seeking someone else's opinion or judgment on how you want to run your life or your business or your career or your finances, it is going to be a projection of their best interests or what, or what they consciously know to be in quotation marks perceived right. Again, remember there's no right or wrong. It's just an alignment with someone's values and core beliefs. So, The reason I don't take on anyone else's opinions anymore is because no matter what, it's always going to be a projection of what they believe or what they believe is the best thing for me, but it's actually a biased approach because it's what they believe to be the best thing for them as well. And my mind became a lot less chaotic and I actually got to know myself, authentically know myself when I stopped taking on other people's opinions and just did what I wanted to do. When I tapped in and I understood and I got very, very, um, what's the word? I fine-tuned what I really wanted or what meant something to me and I kind of cut out all the noise. That's when it became less chaotic. That's when I got to know myself. That's when I was able to actually understand this is my opinion or this isn't my opinion or this is how I actually want to do something. And any time that someone offers their opinion or their judgment, I just don't take it on because it's going to happen. Like that's the realistic version of it. Like it's always going to happen. And I just, it's kind of like I have this shield of energy up in front of me and it bounces off. I don't take it for fact. I don't take it on as, that's the thing I can do, because this is what creates low self-esteem. This is what creates self-doubt and This is something that is going to be highly highlighted for lack of a better word inside of the confidence collective, because it's so important to understand is like, you don't just have low self-esteem. You don't just have low self-doubt that is created because you're doing things such as taking on other people's opinions and seeking validation, only doing things because someone else is doing it. And I just don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore. And if, if it's anyone, one exception to the rule is I take on the opinion of my partner, but I mold it in the way that actually suits me. So we actually have very um, productive discussions where he will share with me when I ask, this is always when I ask, hey, I would like your opinion on judgment on this. And if it is truly, and I can feel it in my heart space, or I can feel it like in my nervous system when something isn't aligned with me, I will then take anything that, we cuz we do have very similar values and similar perspectives anything that i truly uh, align with i will take it and i will make it my own right and that's a trusted source but i also ask and seek out i am not just asking because i need to validate myself i know and this is the the um the i guess the advice i'd give you is make sure if you're like okay i really trust my partner or i do trust my my friend or whatever Make sure that you are fully, wholly grounded in your own values and belief system before you seek out that opinion. Don't go in there wishy-washy, not really knowing what you value or not really knowing your own opinion because then it's just going to be diluted by the other person be grounded. Every time I ask my partner for an opinion or a judgment, I am already grounded in what I know. And anything outside of that is like, it's more just a bounce off ideas, but anything outside of that, I really think about it. I'm like, is this actually me or is this just his influence? And the last thing that I don't do anymore is I just, I stopped blaming people. I stopped blaming other people. I started to take self-responsibility. I got more honest with the role that I played in my own suffering so I could get out of my own way. So I was not my own roadblock. I think a lot of people, want to blame whether it's other people or external factors or anything other than themselves to make themselves feel better but so they don't have to take responsibility this is something like I have a framework that I share with my clients the art framework right this this is like sprinkled through every single conversation the three selves so it's self-awareness self-responsibility sorry yeah self-responsibility and self-trust the awareness piece comes into two uh, tiers self-awareness and conscious awareness But the one I want to focus on is the self-responsibility. The game changed for me and how I felt about myself and how I was living my life when I stopped blaming. When I realized that he wasn't making me upset, she wasn't making me angry. That external factor in, in society wasn't the reason that this was happening to me. I got to take responsibility for how I felt and for how I was showing up for myself going back to what I said at the start of this, I get to take responsibility for the part I play in my own suffering. And if I am suffering, if I am unhappy with my life and I am miserable with the way that my life is going or my my relationships or my financial status, whatever it may be, then I get to take responsibility. And most people don't want to do that. They want to blame their job, their boss, their partner, the world, society, the government. They want to blame the economy. They want to blame everything, but instead it's like, what's the one thing you can control? It's your choice. You get to choose differently. And when, and trust me, I was the biggest blamer in my twenties, blame, blame, blame like anything and anyone, because it was like too icky to take self-responsibility. It doesn't feel nice hello, I just need to interrupt. So I didn't realize at this moment that I actually unplugged my microphone and kicked it. So you only have like two minutes left of the podcast, but I'm really, really sorry about the sound quality. Anyway, back to the podcast. It doesn't feel nice to blame yourself. It doesn't feel nice to actually get super, super honest with yourself. However, that is where you create the momentum in your life. When you actually realize, okay, this I'm my own roadblock right now and this is how I'm going to fix it. But these are the things like I just wanted to like share this in a podcast because I think they're so important. They're also the conversations that I have in my containers. They're definitely conversations that I will be having inside of the confidence collective. And like I said, if you're resonating with this, if you're like, okay, I need to learn more around this. You need to come into the confidence collective because it's just It's an amazing container where I cannot wait to in depth, number one, have these conversations, but also be able to give you a personalized overview of your life and how it affects you. That's that's the beauty of group containers and having hot seats and having calls is I get to give you personalized understandings of your whole life. Anyway, I've got to go. I've got to get to the gym. I have a list of things to do. I appreciate you all. I promise you there will be another episode later on this week. So stay tuned for that. Any questions about the Confidence Collective, about my one-on-one mentorship reclaim as well, do have two spots available for that and my membership, Woman Up Monthly, just either go to the show notes below or come slide into my DMs on Instagram at Jess Penelli, and we can have a chat. I would also love if you could leave a written review or if you could take a screenshot share it on your story it makes me so happy but I appreciate every single one of you and I will speak to you later in the week bye